0: Greetings. My name is James Major Burns, and I am your host of The Third Degree with me, James Major Burns. And I am here to entertain you. Are you not entertained? Just kidding. But yes, I am here. I am tired, but I am ready to push through. So everyone remembers As I say each time at the beginning, until I leave here, I am in Shrek the Musical at Lock Media Dinner Theater in Springboro, Ohio. So look all of that up for information for tickets. We are here for three more weekends, plus Friday, Saturday, and Sunday this weekend. I have another show to do this evening. So if you hear the tiredness in my voice, you heard right. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, remember that this is a safe space for myself and others To speak on things going on in our lives, in our world. This is a chance to share what's behind the mind of the creative versus what the world sees. Because what you see is not always the truth. And they think they know us and they really don't. But here, you get to learn, you get to laugh, love, and share together. So yes, also, reminder, Dream Girls the musical, directed by Trayvill Maurice. Youngstown Playhouse opens September 6th. Yes, people are actually looking for a few background singers, tenors, sopranos, altos, baritone, bass. That's all the bass I can get. But yeah, so if you're interested, pop up, show up. You never know. Don't miss this experience because it's more than just a show. It's an experience to be a part of. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, my guest today, baby bear in the fur, Brooke Hardin. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Hello. And the
0: forest goes wild. How are you today, Brooke?
1: I'm doing good. I'm I'm tired. I'm a little damp. I was just running out in the rain.
0: Okay, so can we just tell y'all how you know when you're somewhere and you just hear that roar of rain start oh to God. attack the ceiling of the building that you're in and you're like, dang, why didn't I not check the weather today? Yeah why don't I have an umbrella? or a raincoat or just something because you already know how it is getting in your car when you're wet. It's not fun.
1: I didn't even park at the theater. I parked next door at Kroger. So I had to like sprint over there, uh-uh. move my car. I was like, if it's still raining tonight, I'm not making that run over to Kroger in the rain again.
0: Listen, so Brooke had the fancy idea of thinking she was going to be productive and do her makeup <laughs> before she went outside. and I did. And I was then like, rain. I'll be
1: all ready for the next show. Not so much. <laughs>
0: not so much. I thought about that too, about just keeping my makeup on. Yeah. And then I'm like, no, I'm going to go lay down and it's going to just be terrible. Or I already touched my face so much.
1: I'm really bad about that too. I'm so guilty of that.
0: I'm like, I need this off of my face. Mm-hmm. So Brooke, we're mm-hmm. going to get right into this ladies and gentlemen. We're going to go hard or go home.
1: Go hard or go home. I love that.
0: How has Shrek the Musical been for you so far?
1: Um, I, I love it. I'm having a really good time. Um, this is my second time doing Shrek and the first time I did it, I always said if there was a show I had to do eight shows a week, it would be this one. Same. It is, it is so much fun. Um, and then this is also my fourth show at Lock Media. So I was kind of, I was familiar with how they run things here. Ooh. Um, it was, it was a good time. I, I'm really enjoying it. This is definitely the best cast I've worked with here so far thank you really loving it really loving it
0: so what character did you play the first time you did Shrek and where was it
1: um I did it at um a children's theater when I was in about 8th grade and I was Pinocchio
0: children oh <laughs> mm. you were Pinocchio did you tell Tommy tell that
1: I did yeah oh. we used to we used to joke about how um I was gonna be his understudy
0: right mm. did you put that on your resume yes I know that's right yeah so this is the fourth show you've done what are the other three
1: um, I did, most recently I did Mamma Mia. That was, um, my senior year of high school.
0: So was that last year or that the year was, before? I
1: 2017? You know, I don't remember. I feel like, Comply, I think doesn't it? it really does. It had to be fall, I graduated in 2018, so it had to be 2017 that I did Mamma Mia. Okay. Um, and then before that I did A Christmas Story and then I did Miracle on 34th Street.
0: So, did you start doing shows here like 2016,
1: 2015? Um, let's see. I was, my first show, I was 15 years old, I think. So, yeah, probably about 2015, 2016.
0: Wow. So, have you auditioned for many shows here besides the ones you got into?
1: Uh, yes. I think Shrek was my eighth audition here, seventh or eighth, and it's the fourth one I've been cast in. So, I'm okay, on about four. about 50-50. Okay, that's good.
0: <laughs> They're like, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna. We, yeah. I think, I think she'll do it.
1: This is the first time I've been in a summer show, though. I've auditioned for, like, every summer show here since, like, my freshman year of high school. And this is the first time I've been cast and they're in like, one. no, we hate
0: you. Don't come back. <laughs> Just come back during the winter. I love you. Winter in the
1: fall. Bye. See you then.
0: So what do you think was different this time that you did during your audition?
1: Um, I really don't know. I've had a lot of bad auditions here. Full disclosure. All my worst auditions have been here. And most of them I've gotten into the show. It's usually when I give a good audition that I don't get cast. Wow. Um, Like, I remember when I auditioned for Mamma Mia, I was singing Have You Never Been Mellow from Xanadu. And the first, like, high-ish, not even high, but the first, like, high-ish note I went for, my voice cracked and then went completely gravelly and didn't come back for the rest of the 16 bars. No way. And then, like, two weeks later, I got the call.
0: (laughs) Now, that's crazy. Maybe it's something that they look in... Us and see, like, hey, I, she was able to keep moving forward and what we're looking for is perseverance I versus.
1: I I mean, I don't know. And then, well, I did the dance call at Mamma Mia, too. Usually when I get cast here, I feel like it's based on the dance call. Like, even oh, okay. if I have a bad 16 bar, I feel like the dance call usually saves me.
0: You would think they're like, hey, well, we know this girl. She's pretty good. She's growing. She's trying to build her resume because she's local. Let's, you know, use her. Let's help her so locally where do you actually stay because springboro isn't that big
1: um i actually um this summer i'm staying at home with my family um i live in waynesville which is a little bit i would say like 20 minutes away okay um it's not that bad of a drive just straight down 73 um so that's where i'm staying this summer and that's obviously where i was when i did the shows here in high school as well Um, so it's not about drive. It's, it's nice to have like a, a bigger, like professional theater company fairly close by. Yes,
0: definitely. So you do attend NKU. Shout out to Tommy. I'm sorry. Thomas and Zach, who also attended NKU. Zach, who graduated and Thomas, who is there now. Yes. So do you think having that first year of school under your belt helped you come back to, you know, audition for this and help you do better?
1: Um, yeah, I actually... I do. I think it, I think during this, uh, first year at school, I've definitely grown a lot as a performer, um, and I feel like my auditions, just in general, have gotten better, just, like, the way I present myself, I feel like I've become a little more confident and a little more sure of, like, what my type is and where I stand and things like that, um, so I think it's
0: good things to understand for yourself.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So you
0: don't set false expectations for yourself.
1: Absolutely. For it's sure. It's like
0: me auditioning and I'm like, I think I'll be a good Shrek. You uh, <laughs> might be a good Shrek, but you don't fit that character. Yeah. And when well, I think once we realize things like that, it helps us not critique and be so hard on ourselves because you can think, like I said, if I audition for Shrek and then don't get Shrek, yeah. I can think, oh, I'm terrible. But it's like, no, that's not the case at all. You don't fit the role.
1: Yeah. It's just a matter of where, where they feel like they could use you and where they feel like you're the best fit.
0: Oh, well, I'm glad that that has helped you. So as far as school goes, is your major musical theater?
1: It is now. I actually, uh, I spent my first year as just a theater arts, like BA. Mm -hmm. Um, and then this past spring I auditioned for the musical theater BFA and I got in because, I didn't know NKU had a musical theater BFA when I went in. I actually kind of went to NKU as a last resort and had planned on transferring. Ooh, um,
0: transferring where?
1: Anywhere else. I. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long story. I actually love NKU now. It actually made me really sad. I listened to Zach's podcast and I heard about like the bad experience he had at NKU. And it made me really sad because like I actually love it there. But it, it kind of bums me out that other people have had experiences like and that. And
0: he did say that it's not that... It's a bad experience as a school overall, but for him, yeah,
1: for him personally, it was a bad experience. That. Um, but as far as college goes, I wanted to go to like I knew I wanted to be a musical theater BFA. I wanted to go to like a big school. CCM was my dream, but who's it? No,
0: what's CCM?
1: You've never heard of CCM?
0: Mm-mm.
1: Oh my god. Um, so University of Cincinnati. Um, they have a separate like preparatory like music and arts school called uh the Cincinnati – or no, the College Conservatory of Music. I've heard so CCM. many people
0: say that since I've been – I'm so mad yeah. that, that this thing just made that noise. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, um, I've heard so many people, like, say, oh, he's a dancer at CCM, and I'm like, oh, yeah. who's this dance
1: group? CCM is – um, it's the College Conservatory of Music. It's out of University of Cincinnati, and it's, like, one of the biggest musical theater schools, like, in the nation. It's, like, right up there with, like, Michigan and things like that. Um. But, so I wanted to go there, and I actually ended up in the hospital the day of my MT audition and wasn't able to go. Yeah. What happened? I had just gotten back from Unifieds, which was, like, the big, like, all the colleges are there. I went to the ones in Chicago, and I had done, like, I want to say, like, 20-ish auditions, because I did 26 auditions total, and I think I traveled for, like, four or five of them, and then the rest of them I did at Unifieds all in the span of, like, three days. And I was just so, like, run down. I wasn't taking care of myself right. And I ended up getting the flu. And I woke up at, like, 5 a.m. the morning of my CCM audition because I had to be there at 7. I woke up at 5 a.m. and I started getting ready. And I was walking to the bathroom to brush my teeth and just collapsed in the hallway. Like, between my room and the bathroom. Just passed out. So,
0: who found you? Or did you, like, wake up?
1: My parents heard me hit the floor. Apparently, I hit the floor pretty hard. And they came, like, rushing out to, like, try to, like, see what had happened. And apparently I was, like, I feel very bad. Apparently I was very mean when they, like, woke me up. I was, like, stop, stop. I'm trying to get ready. And I didn't realize what had happened. And I was, like, what are you <laughs> doing? Leave me alone.
0: Aw. But, yeah, you are like, uh, mine is still on go to get yeah, to what you want. I,
1: could, I remember when I came to, I couldn't see. My vision was still blacked out. And they said I was, like, so determined to go to this audition. I crawled back to my room and was, like, feeling around the floor for my audition dress. I was like, I have to get ready. I have to go.
0: Talk about dedication right there. <laughs> they should have sent that. They should have just pulled out their phone and were like, my daughter really wants to come. But, look, like, can, we, can we reschedule for something? Yeah. So, I I don't know if you know, but I didn't go to school for theater. Really? So, yes. You didn't? I did not go to school for theater. I went rogue. And I went the long <laughs> way. Because it's his life.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so,
0: I don't know a bunch of the schools that are like the good schools to get yeah. into. okay. I never went to. So, I'm doing really yeah. something every day. Been around all of these theater kids. Because almost every single person in the cast, besides I think myself and one other person, went to school or graduated from theater or musical theater. Really? Yeah, and I think that was, I'm like, oh, that's very interesting. I wonder if they knew. That was one of my issues I was afraid of about getting into the show. Yeah. Especially being donkey. I'm like, either they're going to want someone from New York York. city or maybe they're going to want somebody with like some type of experience um, from school. Cause I have like credits and things I've done things, but I'm like that New York city credit looks really good. Mm -hmm. But, um, thankfully I'm here and I'm blessed to be here.
1: Absolutely. And education isn't, I feel like, especially in a field like this, education can be very helpful. And it can, like, get you farther. And I know, like, for me personally, I felt like I needed that education and I needed that training. But some people, um, it's just, it's not for them, and they're going to be more successful if they just go and start, like, getting work experience and getting credits and building that resume.
0: What I wish I could have had, because what I don't want is the papers due. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I don't want. But I wish I could have had the training and the lessons and, like, going to auditions Mm -hmm. and stuff. And then I used to, I went to this, Big, like, audition thing in 2014 with a bunch of the students from YSU, this um, school in my city. Yeah. And I had to audition to get in. And they auditioned, too. But they had, like, this process with their school that they were, like, getting this type of discount and setting up something, which is great Mm -hmm. for them. (laughs) Me, I had to pay pay full price.
1: Yeah.
0: But because two of my friends were in it at the time, they told their teacher, who ended up... um, musically directing a couple shows I was in and I took a few vocal, I took like seven or eight vocal lessons from her.
1: Yeah.
0: After that process. Mm -hmm. And, um, I had heard about her for years. So I was doing things with them and I could tell the difference in our, the way we did things. There was just polish that they had that I didn't have. And at that time it made me insecure. Now it doesn't, of course, Mm -hmm. but at that time I was just noticing just different things. So I'm like, I wish I knew that. I'm like, I wish I knew to do that. Or I wish I knew not to do that yeah. or how to present myself or, you know, during an audition or just things like that, which I've learned from experience.
1: Yeah. For sure. But
0: to not have like the, a mentor or like a teacher to kind of reassure me of yeah. what's right and, and what's wrong. So I have a friend who did go to school who does work professionally that yeah. I get a lot of advice from.
1: Awesome. So,
0: so, Shrek the Musical. Did you know anyone in the cast before?
1: Um, I did. I knew David Thomas. Um, he's been in like three of the four shows I've done here, I think. Really?
0: Yeah. Okay, because I wasn't um, sure, because I knew you had both done shows. I just didn't know if they ever.
1: Yeah, he was in Mama Mia with me recently, and then he was in the very first show I did here, which was Miracle on 34th Street. And we've always been pretty good friends. We get along pretty well. Um, and then I knew Bridget as well, Bridget Lorenz, who is my mama bear. Um, because we, um, speaking of CCM, we used to do like a preparatory, like summer intensive down there together where we would go and stay at CCM for two weeks. And they basically, it was a high school program, but they would work you at the college level to kind of see like, this is what, what it's going to be like. level
0: is. And yeah. The and they were trying possibly. to prep you
1: for college auditions. They would try to give you all the information you needed about like what it's like to be in this industry and go to school for it. And it was a really good program. So her and I met doing that a couple years back.
0: Well, that's great. Did you ever, like, keep in contact with her, or, like, you know, on social um, media or anything?
1: Yeah, we, we still, like, we were Facebook friends, and I would see updates from her every now and then, but we never really, like, talked much. Um, And same with David, really. We talked more than Bridget and I did, but it was the kind of thing where, like, we were in touch through social media, right. but we weren't, like, best Talked of a lot friends. during the
0: shows and, you know, time passed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's always great because, like, for me, with the process of this show, like, there's definitely a few people that have definitely bonded with yeah, a lot that a i will definitely contact or keep in touch with probably more than like others in yeah, the show same
1: absolutely but
0: even the ones in the show that i didn't have like a great bond with i'm always on social media so i'm sure yeah I'm, you'll be getting tagged by me and i'm somebody. a social
1: media addict <laughs> yeah, as well
0: all of them facebook twitter
1: instagram instagram all of it snapchat yep
0: snapchat all of the above <laughs> you know follow me on snapchat big balls five the number five <laughs> don't judge me judge your mom So, what was your first impression of, like, a bunch of the other people in the cast when you got here?
1: Um, very high energy compared to myself. I'm kind of quieter, like, I'm on the quieter side. Not usually as a person, but in settings like this. And I've heard a couple other people say this in their podcasts, too. But, like, when I come in... On the first day, I don't want to step on any toes. I want to make a good first impression. I want to be respectful. I want to be, like... I just kind of take everyone else in rather than make myself known, usually. Um, And I'm still kind of like that. Like, in the dressing room, I'm definitely the quiet one. Even now that we all know each other, I'm more of, like, a listener than a talker most of the time. Um, But everyone else I noticed was very, very, like, high energy. um, And everyone is so friendly. Like, this is the first cast I've been in here... Where, like, especially among the women, no cattiness. Like, there's no initial... That's
0: all in a men's dressing room. We got a lot of (laughs) queens in there, Yeah, apparently
1: it's all downstairs. It's a lot of queens
0: in that dressing room. (laughs) I heard y'all were great. I was like, that's great, because, you know, women get together. Y'all could be crazy. Yeah. Sometimes I see stuff, I'm like, really? This is ridiculous.
1: Yeah, but everyone in the show, I think my first impression was just, like, everyone was so polite and so very, like... Kind and professional, and also so incredibly talented. There's so much talent, like in this cast.
0: Yes, they they are. So, what was your first impression of me? Of
1: I wasn't you? there
0: like the first. Two yeah, or three the first years.
1: couple, the first couple rehearsals, you weren't really there. And I think the first time I really remember, I feel like I'm just saying what everyone else has said, but I, I agree. Know. The first time I remember really working with you was when we were working forever. Um, we were in the guys' dressing room um singing along and that was the first time I like saw you perform or heard you sing. And I think the first thing, the first thought in my head was like, Oh my god, he sounds exactly like Eddie Murphy (laughs) when you were doing the lines and stuff. I was like, Wow, he sounds exactly like Eddie Murphy.
0: (laughs) It's always funny for me because like I know I sound a lot like Donkey. Like especially when you Mm -hmm. don't hear Donkey, you're like, oh my that sounds like the voice I remember in my head. Yeah. So I always know as soon as I start talking, people are going to freak out. They're yeah. Like, oh, and y'all all were like a bunch of kids. They were like, oh, because my first sign is, um, uh, forever sounds like a long time. Yeah. And y'all all were like, oh, We were like, oh. Like a bunch of kids. <laughs> like, oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. That's Donkey. Mm hmm. It and was kind birth. of magical.
0: It like- was. And it was fun. And, I was happy that I did I wasn't there for the first few days because I still left that like little bit of the mystery, mystery.
1: Yeah. <laughs> because
0: I would like come to the shed and I would just peep in and be like, Hello. Just,
1: yeah. Look around. And just be
0: like, hmm, <laughs> hmm. But sometimes I can be like you like you said when you're in a new setting with people you don't know. I always search for energy that I'm going to connect with. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm not about to do none of this by myself. I wanna see who I'm here, who I'm gonna bond with. And luckily, as soon as I got into my room My roommates, Sarah and Corey, who are Squad and the Dragon, we clicked immediately. And I was worried. The Far squad. The Far squad. (laughs) Because they went to school together. They both live in New York. So I was like, oh, they're going to be friends already. And I didn't know that until I got here and I heard how they were talking. And I actually came late and I... um, was trying to get in the door. I heard them in the room. So I was going to like sneak in and be like, Hey, a story I keep at us. Like I'm here. Yeah. And my key didn't work. So <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm going to go get all of my stuff. So as I'm like getting my stuff to bring it back in, mm-hmm. they like walk out and they were like, whose backs are these? I was like, <laughs> They're, they're my bags. But I came upstairs, and they were like, oh, hey, oh, my gosh. And I came in, and we just talked, and then they helped me get my bags out. We had a great day. Sarah cooked us lasagna the first day. I said, oh,
1: Fun. I'm going
0: to love you. <laughs> and we hit it off from there. So yeah, by the time awesome. we got to the meeting for the first day, everybody probably thought we were just, like, uh, as, you know, as cool as friends yeah. for years. And I was like, oh, no, I just met them. But, yeah, we were great. And then we met Lucy, who is Fiona. Yeah. And Shrek by Jason, who's played by Jason. So we all sat by each other and a lot of people were like, you guys just seem like you were already like just so cool. But like in experiences like this and in life, I like to enjoy moments and I'm not expecting to be lifelong friends with everyone. Yeah, absolutely. I mean we're people, we relate so much. It's like, why be negative when you yeah, you can be positive?
1: Absolutely. And I'm the same way, there's like there were immediately just a couple people in the cast, that like by tech week, I could tell like okay, these are the people I'm gonna I'm gonna click with, and these are the people I'm gonna get along with, and it was like it was David and Jarrett this um, year as well. I love all of them, and um, I think I'm closer with them than I am with any of the women. Which like no shade to the women, I love right. them all, but um, they they. I all mean, you kinda...
0: vibe with who you vibe with. Yeah, it's energy. It's, it's okay. I that's what I said. I always search for like the energy in the room, and for me, yeah. it's a little different. Like being um, black. And then being black in this industry. Yeah,
1: for sure. It's only
0: all it's always a few of us. Yeah. So I'm like, Oh, hey, hey, it's just three of us. (laughs) So it's easy for us to talk to each other like we've known each other. And we live in a type of experience in the whole world that we automatically relate. And
1: relate on, yeah. So it's just so
0: easy to walk up to them and be like, Hey guys. And Nasir was at my audition, as I've said.
1: So
0: I was like, Oh, Nasir. You' gonna be my friend whether you like it or not.
1: I love Nasir. He is such a sweetheart.
0: He is. I love him so much. So moving on, you're going into your sophomore year.
1: Yes, I'm going into my second year of school.
0: So what are your plans this year in school?
1: Um, what well, do you want
0: to focus on as far as what you feel like you need to improve on versus what your teacher said you may have?
1: Um, I don't know. I mean, I personally feel like my my weakness in the trifecta of musical theater, um, right now, I think is singing. Um, because I'm, I mean, I'm a strong, like, golden age type singer because I actually, I trained in opera before I trained in musical theater. So I kind of have that, like, classical base that the more golden age style Broadway is similar to. And yeah, now everything's all about, like, pop rock type of sounds and belting, and I'm not a belter at all. Um, but I have a really good vocal coach this year, um, that I've been assigned already, and I think she'll be able to help me with that. So I'm really looking forward to that, especially since our upcoming season is, um, our two big musicals are Freaky Friday, which is very, very pop driven and Mamma Mia, which is a jukebox musical. And everyone is, right. of course, everyone's doing Mamma Mia right now.
0: Everyone. Yeah. Ours, um, the theater, the Young Youngstown Playhouse, yeah. it was the first theater in our area to get the rights to put the show on. Really? Yeah. And they, they did it in the spring and then they, Surprise everyone and redid it as a summer show. So it's actually airing right now.
1: Really? And I didn't
0: get to see it at all because I was working like a dog. <laughs> yeah. I was working at a call center and I was working every day until 8 p.m. or 7 p. Like either 7 p.m. or 8 p.m. And then our schedule would change and sometimes we would work until 10, mm-hmm. but it was ridiculous. And then on the weekends, I would drive for Lyft because I'm broke. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. So, you know, that I'm thinking about doing DoorDash. Someone, One of the kids said they made $100 yesterday. I said, I need to go ahead and sign up for that DoorDash. I
1: thought about it. I actually, I tried to sign up for, I think it was Uber a while ago, like Uber or Lyft. I was like, I can drive for them. And it turns out I actually cannot because I have a bright yellow car. And apparently you cannot drive for Uber or Lyft if your car is yellow because that's like a taxi trademark.
0: That is childish.
1: Yeah.
0: And they don't want people to think you're a ta- Well, you're kind of a taxi. <laughs> Basically. If you haven't, if you haven't noticed, yeah. you're kind of a taxi. So, if you could play any other role in the show, what would it be?
1: Um, I would love to play Fiona one day. I always say, like, I, I've done Disney princesses before, and princesses are fun. But Fiona, she's got personality. She's right. got sass. Like, I, I feel like... like She's not a damsel in distress. Yeah, exactly. She's a damsel and she's fine. Like, right. You know,
0: like you think she's in distress until you get there
1: until you meet her. Yeah. Um, so I would love to play Fiona one day or honestly, I know it'll probably never happen again because it is a men's role, but I would love to do Pinocchio again. It is so, so, can... so fun.
0: Never say never.
1: I guess. Yeah. Never say never.
0: So you said you feel like your biggest flaw or the biggest thing you should need to work on is singing. What is yeah. your biggest strength? Um,
1: I don't know um I think overall I I do better with acting out of like the acting singing dancing I'm a decent dancer and I learn dance very quickly but like at the studio that I trained at for like most of my childhood we focused a lot on learning combinations and not a lot on actual technique so I do well in dance calls because I pick up combinations super quickly but once I get cast it's kind of clear that the technique isn't all there as compared to some others, um, but I would say acting is probably my strongest suit right now, and I had a very good, I had a very good mentor uh, growing up, I actually met her at the theater I did, uh, Shrek at the first time, it's a children's theater over in Centerville called Town Hall Theater, I did a lot of stuff there in junior high growing up, and I met this woman named Stephanie Radford, shout out to Stephanie, I love you, hey, she, played, she played the donkey um, when we did Ooh. it. She was very I, funny.
0: I know another girl who played Donkey once. So yeah.
1: I was like, all right. Um but shout out to Stephanie Radford. She kind of became my mentor um and kind of stayed my mentor all through high school even after I had moved on from that theater and she she helped me with college auditions. She helps she helped me a lot. She was like my acting coach essentially. Um just really helping me um connect with characters better and really helping me, like, find, like, my niche in acting and my helping me find comedic timing, helping me find dramatic timing, like, things like that, um, that she really helped me get a sense for. So I think she's, um, part of what made me a strong actor. And then when I got to college, I, I took my first acting class and I feel like that helped me a lot as well. And then I'm taking acting too, I believe, this spring. And, um, I would say that's probably, where I'm strongest right now. And since I've been in college, I have yet to be cast in a musical, but I've been cast in three plays. Hmm. So I would say, yeah, acting I'm, an I'm an actor, I'm an actor, singer dancer. Like Oh,
0: I know that's right. Yeah. So it's, it's very good to find somebody who can help you because in all things, I feel like, um, doing things on your own is good and it's Absolutely. powerful, but everyone needs a team. Everyone has a team. No one is, Standing up, literally doing every single yeah. thing. Like you can write and produce and write all the lyrics and the songs. Will mm-hmm. can write and produce everything, but he could never put that on yeah. the show by himself. And Everyone not just the show with the actors; he needs the people behind the yeah. scenes
1: Absolutely. to help him. And that's why, like, I I say all the time that I don't like kids, and for the most part, I don't. Like, I would never <laughs> want to raise a kid. <laughs> don't necessarily have that You're desire to be 19. a mom. Yeah. But like my
0: best friend said that my our whole lives yeah and she has a two year old now really yes I, I was no. gagged I'll show you the video one day was <laughs> she first of all I'm sorry to interrupt but we're gonna have to t- I gotta tell this story C- Christmas Eve uh huh um we had a gift exchange at one of our friends grandmother's house yeah so the day before I think we were at my dad's house. I don't like taking like shots and stuff when I drink. Yeah, I just like to have a little mixed drink. I like to chill out. Just sip throughout the day. I don't like like hard alcohol. Like, oh, that hurts. It hurts my shoulders. (laughs) Um, So, gosh, we're gonna pause. Okay, people. So listen, y'all are gonna get (laughs) tired of me. The first thirty minutes of this episode is gonna sound a little janky because what did I do? Forgot to plug in the interface. So now we're here and now we're clear. There we go. As I was saying, and I made it a point. I almost told you, hey, make sure I plug this red cord in (laughs) because I forget. But I put I put it right. It literally was laying.
1: It was laying on the table next to the the, spot where I
0: plug it in. And I kept looking at the the Things on the screen, whatever yeah. you want to call them. I was like, they look a little weird, but hey, whatever, you know. Whatever. just his own. <laughs> Anyways, the day before, we were at my dad's house, and she always make, tries to make me take a shot. So I'm like, okay, whatever, I'll take one. Yeah. And I took it. So I was like, here, you taking one today. She didn't make me take a shot that day. I was like, here, you taking a shot. Here, let's go. I was trying and to get her before no. she got me. She was like, okay, whatever. So she, like, took the shot. Little did I know, she went upstairs and spit it out. And oh. I think she had, like, a beer, but she poured it out and put water in it. <laughs> so, of course. And I always thought, like, if she got pregnant, she's going to tell me her yeah. best friend in the whole world. So, <laughs> she got us these gifts. There were these little boxes. And I'm like, I got, can, I can't remember. I'm not, and to be honest, I'm not that really, I'm not great at giving people presents because mm-hmm. I'm really cheap. And most oh. of the time broke.
1: <laughs> Amen. So,
0: um, she handed out these gifts for us, and it was a little card. I had to open the box first, and then the card. Yeah. So I'm sitting here, like, because she gives good gifts all the time. We've been having gift exchange. Like, so when it was just me and her, that was good. But when it got to us being six people, I'm like, oh, that's a lot. Okay, so she was like, okay, I'm recording. And I'm not, when I tell you, on top of this, she had gained some weight. And I had been making comments. I'm like, girl, you getting thick, but it looked good on you. <laughs> And then like her breast started getting bigger because she's pregnant. Yeah. Of I told course. her I was like, Oh my gosh, your boobs look great. These are the boobs we always dreamed for you to have. <laughs> like she always talked about what a bigger boobs growing up. I was like, You finally have the boobs we've always wanted for <laughs> yeah. you. Little did I know that she was pregnant. She so was pregnant, we're at of course. Grandma's house. <laughs> she was like, Okay, you can open up your gifts. It's an ornament with little baby booties in there. I was so stupid. (laughs) You didn't know? I'm like, what is this? And what can I do with this? I was like, you made us ornaments? I don't even have a Christmas tree to put this on. So (laughs) I was mad that that was my gift. So I'm just like, what is this? Like, um, what am I going to do with this? I'm looking at these baby socks, and I'm like, it's like, baby Freeman, July. I'm like, what? So stupid. It literally is in my face.
1: (laughs) In and you my, you couldn't put the dots face. together,
0: I could not. So, one of the girls screamed, and was like, No, and then they started screaming, and I'm like, What? And I, I'm like, I can't remember if I opened a little card, I'm like, What is this stuff? Like, and where's my gift? I was just <laughs> so mad I didn't get a gift, and <sighs> then I screamed, I let out like this, yep, I said, Ah, and m- my face was stuck, and in my head. They were like, oh, my God, you having a baby? And they are going crazy. I, was, I screamed, and I was just sitting here clutching my pearls. I didn't move. And there's a video I'm going to show you. <laughs> I was just stunned. And in my head, I'm like, fix your face, fix your sweet face, get up. I was like, ah, oh, my gosh. Yay. Congratulations. <laughs> and I was just completely stunned because she had.
1: She'd always said she didn't want kids.
0: She said she had never wanted kids. Mm-hmm. So, But you know, now she was 25. Mm. So, you know, time is. Ticking as far as if you want to have kids, it's a pretty good time. Got a pretty good guy. Why not? Mm -hmm. So I was just like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I know you've been dating this guy for a couple of years, but hold on. Where was the receipt or for something for me to sign off on this? (laughs) And I was completely gagged. Mm -hmm. So much that after we left and got home, she called me to check on me. Oh, my goodness. I felt bad. I felt so bad because I'm like... I was like, she was like, hey. I was like, hey. She was like, I was just calling to see if you were okay. I was like, I'm okay. I should be calling to see if you're okay. She was like, I'm okay. She was like, I just saw you took it a little hard. I was like, I just, I expected you to tell me if this is just all happening so fast. One of your is July, it's already December. Like, I was like, we were drinking at my dad's house. She was like, I went upstairs and spit it out. And I was like, I remember her going right upstairs. And it was just like all of this stuff was happening in my yeah. face. But we had had several get-togethers. Yeah. Where she was drinking, quote unquote. But yeah. she was not drinking. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't believe you bamboozled me since October. Since <laughs> October.
1: Oh, I could never keep a secret that long. On I'm a bad inner. liar. I break. I'm a really I bad liar. Cold no water, and
0: I can keep a secret. I can't bring. I'm like, you can't bring it up to me or something yeah. like that. But I'm just like. I was completely gagged. And I know I took a little bit of time out of this, but I it just popped into my That's head. It's a good story. Yeah. Wait until I show you the video and the picture like it <laughs> is hilarious. So, back to you. How many other professional jobs have you auditioned for?
1: Um I really I really don't remember. I've done like seasons like season auditions, where you audition for the whole season at once.
0: Is it around here?
1: Uh yeah, Dare to Defy down in Dayton. They're they're a newer professional company. They're kind of like still building. Um, I heard people
0: mention like Incline or something.
1: Yeah, that's up in Cincinnati. I haven't really gotten into the Cincinnati theater scene it's much. It's a little farther. Um, well, it's it's right by N K U. But my freshman year, I was really just focused on like getting used to school and of the course, schedule and the campus and whatnot. Um, so I didn't really do any outside work. Um, but I have worked with Dare to Defy. I've auditioned for two of their seasons and then I got cast in two shows in one of their seasons. I've done Children of Eden and Guys and Dolls with them. And Ooh, it was a lot of fun. What
0: did you do in Guys and Dolls?
1: I was a hot box dancer and Ow. it was some of the most fun I've ever had. It was such a good time.
0: I recently did Guys and Dolls in February yeah, with Easy okay. Street Productions and I was nicely, nicely
1: Johnson. <gasps> That's one of my favorite roles in that whole show. I
0: had a great time. Yes. I was about to say. I was it amazing. It's such a fun <laughs> show. It is so fun. We it did is. the concert version, of course. Oh, okay. I want to do the full show one yeah. day. And I would love to. And I want it to be nicely. Really? I want it to be nicely. You knew I going in. I wanted to sing, sit down, you're rocking the boat.
1: Absolutely.
0: I think that's where the shows got like the 11 o'clock.
1: The 11 o'clock kicker. No. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: And. I, I, we got to perform with the orchestra um, with our, like the, the big theater downtown. That's yeah. what we did it with. So, to be able to, to do that show with that orchestra at that level, yeah. I was just like, yeah.
1: Oh, it is such it a was fun was so show. Much
0: fun. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of theater, what are some of your dream roles that you would love oh to do? Oh, my
1: God. Too many, too many. I'm the top kind of five. person that if you name a show, I probably have a dream role in it. Um, <laughs> but if I had to, if I had to narrow it down to top five, um, the role that like made me want to like do theater or the show that made me want to do theater was um, there were two of them. It was Sweeney Todd and Newsies. Um, so in Newsies, I would love to play Catherine one day, of course, the reporter. Um, but in Sweeney Todd. And I know it's not my type, so it's it's a dream, dream, like, it'll probably never happen, but I would really love to play Mrs. Lovett. Like, she's not my type at all, um, uh, uh, uh. but I would love to play that role. That's one of the, like, roles that, like, made me want to be, like, I want to be a performer, I can do that, like... Things like that. Realistically, I'm probably more of a Joanna. Mm-hmm. And that's a role I would love to play as well. Right. But, but dream.
0: We're talking about dreams here. I
1: dreams. A girl can dream. Yeah.
0: The first two shows that were actually musicals. And at the time, I was so young, I didn't understand what it was. Yeah. Grease.
1: Love Grease. Yeah. And a Little classic. Shop of Horrors. I would love to. That's another one of the ones that's way up there is Audrey in Little Shop. I
0: was in love with Grease. Yeah. I didn't know what to call it, but I knew who John Travolta was. So yeah. I loved him. He was in these those movies. Look who's talking with the mm-hmm. you know the animals and stuff. And I had saw him in other things. So mm-hmm. I was like, I love him, especially the Look Who Talking with Kirstie Alley because I loved them growing up. Yeah. And I just knew whatever that this was. I was like, I really want to do this. This is fun. I didn't know what theater was though, so I just wanted to sing.
1: Yeah, for and
0: sure. And then when I saw Little Shop of Horrors, I was like. There were a couple of people, um, Tashina Arnold and this lady named Tisha Campbell Martin. Have you ever seen Everyone Hates Chris? Everybody Hates Chris?
1: I have. Not, like, often. The I've mom on that show is there. the
0: um, one of the girls. Okay. Have you ever seen My Wife and Kids? No. Uh, um, the mom on that. Have you ever seen, you know, the show Martin? No. Oh, gosh. Children. <laughs> Oh these children. I'm sorry, I'm a baby. It's okay. They one it was a nineties show, but the other shows, I can't believe you haven't seen Everybody Hates Chris. It was on Nickelodeon.
1: I mean, I've seen it like in passing, but it was never but, a show that I like actively watched, right, you know. Right, 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 right.
0: But um the moms on that, they are like best friends still, like in real life. Oh, and that's they so cool. can sing. But they were on Martin, so I only ever knew them as Pam and Gina. So when I saw them, I'm like, what are Pam and Gina doing in the show?
1: <laughs> oh, they
0: can sing. And then I remember when I realized that all of these artists from these 90s shows that were actors, they can sing and They can dance. sing, yeah. Jimmy Fallon. I was like- The whole package. Everyone can sing. And I'm like, oh, oh, they can do everything because it gets you more jobs. More and jobs then that's when I, when I got older. I was like, oh, these people are very much more than just a an actor. Yeah. He is a performer. And the whole actress, you know- Retrospective it all. And for me when I was young and coming up and singing and stuff, I liked to sing. I always thought my voice sounded different than a regular R and B voice though. I was like, whatever. Yeah. So when I finally like saw like theater stuff, I was like I feel like I have that type of voice, but I didn't want to do that type of performance Mm -hmm. because I didn't know any shows. To me, The Little Mermaid wasn't a musical because I didn't know there was a Little Mermaid musical. I didn't even know Grease was a musical. I didn't (laughs) know Little Shop of Horrors was a musical. I just knew it was a movie. You just knew the film, not the stage version. So I was like, I want to do that. I want to act. I want to Mm -hmm. sing. But I didn't know anything about the stage. And then I saw Little Shop of Horrors live. Yeah. And it was amazing. One of Mm -hmm. my teachers took me. Her husband was the musical director at the time, and I absolutely fell in love with it. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, Becky, look at her butt. But, but, and (laughs) then it wasn't, I didn't start doing theater until I was 20 years old. Really? So, throughout high school, I had known nothing about theater. Even like, for me, The Wizard of Oz, I'm like, oh, that's a movie. I didn't know it was a musical. I'm like, it's a movie. The Wiz, it was a movie movie. to me. I knew nothing about theater. Okay. Hairspray was my first show. It was a A movie to me. I was like, oh, I know this. Mm -hmm. So when I got into it, this girl asked me to audition for the show. The whole time I thought she thought I could sing. I was like, how did she know I could sing? And then that was in 2011. It wasn't until 2014. And I was like, dedicating a poster. I was like, how did you know I could sing? She was like, I didn't. I knew you could dance because we took a dance class together. I was like, "Oh," uh, gagged. Completely gagged. The whole time I was like, how did she know I could sing? She never knew. And she was like, you singing was just a plus, but we just needed more black guys and we needed dancers.
1: Yeah. I was like, hmm.
0: The whole time I thought she knew I was a beast. And I, <laughs> I, I wasn't a beast at the time.
1: You thought she could just see the triple threat. I was like, just- she knew it. Somehow she she could tell. She just saw me I was like,
0: singer, <laughs> bam, right there. So those shows for me, I would yeah. love to see. And you want to talk about live musicals that they're on for NBC? Uh, you already did Grease, uh, Little Shop of Horrors. That
1: would Uh, be so fun live. The
0: Color Purple, I mean, why not? Like, can can we do some shows? But for me, like, with Grease and The Little Shop of Horrors, I was like, oh, well, I don't know where I could be in that show because they're mostly white people, especially Grease. Mm -hmm. I always wanted to be Danny Zuko, but I was like, how do you do a show? And there is nothing in Grease that I remember, and I haven't seen Grease the Musical, but there's nothing to me where I remember anything being racial. Yeah. So I feel like I could be in that show.
1: Absolutely. And same for
0: a little shop of horror. So I know it's
1: yeah, absolutely. usually
0: all white people, but I'm like, there's not this like, I can't be link. That's what I can't be. You know, like I couldn't be link because, because that's a-, a show that's right.
1: dictated by like racial tension. Race. So I'm like, I could be Seymour absolutely you guys that have. is one of
0: my dream ro- i would love to be seymour,
1: seymour. is such a good oh, one of
0: the three girls in the little uh the little oh, trio the the duos. yeah ooh, 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 i love crystal
1: ronette and chiffon yes
0: i'll be whoever sings the bottom part because you know i'm like <laughs> i can sing a little how I, I, I hold down the bottom <laughs> so for me those are definitely some roles yeah so who's come to see the show out Aww. of your family
1: my Both my parents have come to see the show. They always come to opening night of every show I do. Really? That's, like, their thing. Um, so they came opening night. And then my grandparents took two of my little cousins to Aww. see the show as well. And I think both of them also saw me in Shrek the first time I was in it. So um, they already knew the show. So that was fun. I love having, like, family in the audience. It's I was going to ask, time. how
0: is it? How is your support system? Like, who is your support system?
1: Oh, my whole family. Um, I've, um, so I grew up living next door to, like, my mom's entire side of the family my whole life. Like, we live in the middle of nowhere, but it's, like, my house with my parents is in the middle, and then directly to the right, like, 10 feet away is my aunt, uncle, and my three cousins, and then to the left, like, 10 feet away is my grandparents. Like, we all live right in a little row.
0: How did you, they managed to do that?
1: I have no clue. (laughs) I have no clue. We already lived there, like when I was born. <laughs> so I, I was just—we call it the compound. Um, we all just kind of live right there in a row, which was nice because, like, I never had a babysitter growing up because someone was always home, and like my cousins. I always said I had optional siblings because I'm an only child. But if I, if I wanted like a little brother to bother, I could go next door and pick on my cousin, you know. And then leave him there. And then leave. Exactly, and then I could go home to my quiet room all by myself. And when I was growing up, like,
0: me and my cousins were kind of raised as siblings.
1: Yeah, and that's...
0: Anyway, we spent so much time together. That's
1: kind of how we were, too, growing up. And, like, we're all... We run on very different schedules now, all of us, so I hardly see them. And, you know, they're grown. Um, The youngest one is, like, 10, but the older two, um, they're in high school. One of them's a off more I think and one of them's gonna be a senior. So are
0: you the oldest grandchild?
1: I am I'm the oldest grandchild. Oh, right
0: and you're only a baby 19. Huh? And
1: I'm only 19 yeah the other ones are 16 18 and then the youngest one I believe is 10 but the two older of my cousins um are both like really serious athletes they're swimmers like my oldest cousin he already has an Olympic time trial cut like Ooh. he um they're they're both very serious swimmers and they like do two practices a day even when like during the school year they'll they'll swim before they and home after school? school. No, they go to public school but they swim come before on. and after school.
0: Come on, public school.
1: Yeah, they're both very um they're both very serious about swimming. They swim on the school team and on like a private team. That's where
0: these private schools come and snatch up all the good athletes from our schools anyway, <laughs> offer them stuff that they're not supposed to <laughs> and then they destroy us
1: <laughs> in competition. Yeah, absolutely. But um, yeah, so they swim. Family gatherings are kind of funny because it'll be like, oh, well, um, Owen just broke this many records, and Audrey cut this much off her time, and and Brooke, you're still singing. That's what you Isn't do. It, like like, <laughs> like,
0: yeah, because that's not gonna get you anywhere. And it's like yeah, sure, but Owen's going to the Olympics. Okay.
1: Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> it's um,
0: always we were talking about that with a few. Other, I talked about that with a few other people.
1: Yeah.
0: How our Line of work is looked at as this.
1: Oh well, that's cute. They'll but you need to make it.
0: sure that you're gonna have a job to yeah, pay your bills. Yeah, the backup plan. Yeah, it's like, well, if people like you took it seriously, maybe I could. And <laughs> people like that kill me. I was like, because they live for entertainment. All you yeah. do is watch TV. Even if you read a book, that's art. That's creativity mm-hmm. that you live for Absolutely. and couldn't live without. So don't downplay me, honey. Because yeah. without me, you wouldn't be able to watch a little daytime soap opera talk yeah. show. Okay.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and like I'm not saying that my family doesn't support me. They are very supportive, and they always like want to know about what I'm doing, right. and they'll that's come see the shows. Like people, yeah, they they're very supportive. I just think they don't fully under understand it's it. It's a fear. Our
0: parents yeah. are older, so they come from a generation of where they that where stability is a necessity. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like hey, that's okay, but if it's if you don't have a nine to five, like. You know how they? Then what are you going
1: to do? do? Yeah. Work
0: here, do the show, and then work in the lobby and stuff. It's like, okay, yeah. well, how are you going to survive? And I'm like, I'm gonna just come back and live with you every time I don't have a show. What's wrong with that?
1: <laughs> yep.
0: Like seriously, but no, really, what's wrong with that? Yeah. And I get it, and like I said many times, we don't get medical, we don't have like anything to solidify that we're definitely bringing this home. Mm-hmm. And when one show was over, we. Decide what's going to happen next by the skin of our teeth. It's like, okay, so what do I do? I don't, I couldn't imagine like people in New York City like going back to New York City or you know having to pay bills off of like what you're making here. It's like all of your money,
1: yeah. That's crazy to me.
0: There's always an end goal. Like, some people don't work towards an end goal. And I feel like in this industry, there's always an end goal we're working for. Yeah. Waiting for that one big contract to be able to do this. For me, mm-hmm. I want to have my own business. So I'm waiting for the connections.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And investors,
0: if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what it's for me. Yeah. So I was going to ask you one more question. Oh, so how many of the episodes have you listened to of the cast?
1: Um, I listened to Zach's this morning. Um, and then I've also listened to Ruthie's, and I listened to about half of Sydney's. I'm still, like, making my, my, my way through it. I plan on listening to the whole cast eventually.
0: Right. Have you listened to any of the ones that didn't consist of the cast?
1: I have not yet, no.
0: Where do you listen from?
1: Uh, SoundCloud.
0: Okay, cool. Because it, it is on Spotify and Apple Podcasts for all of you out there in that um, internet world, <laughs> America, just in case. And I... It's I'm, it's great that you guys are listening to each other ep- each other's episode. Yeah, but I do advise you to listen to everyone else's also because sure. they're creatives and even like you even though you don't know them, we all relate. And the reason I started the podcast is for creatives in my city who don't get like a light shined on mm-hmm. them or who Absolutely. think like they're not important. Just like the cast, when I asked people to initially be on the podcast, a lot of people were like. What am I going to talk about? I'm like...
1: That's how I felt coming in today. I was like, I, I can't talk for that long. Like,
0: Look, it's, it's already been 50 minutes, though. So. Yeah. It's a conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm prepared. They, it's like they forget that uh, it's like a show also. And I'm like, well, I you have know what you're doing, planned yeah. to ask you. That's why I was like, hey, if you want to listen to a couple episodes. Because there were a few people that were like, no, I'm okay. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I won't force you. And now they're like, I've been listening to the other episodes. And if you'll have me, I'm like... yeah. I'll have you. (laughs) Because we're... You can't think you're... First of all, if you're alive and breathing, you have a story to tell.
1: For sure. Absolutely. And
0: someone can relate to you.
1: Yeah. And that's what theater's all about, honestly, is telling stories and relating. So
0: you know we're experiencing things that we can relate to each other with. Absolutely. There's going to be something someone says that's going to help you, or you... A lot of times we feel like we're the only person experiencing something, not with 7 billion people in the world. Oh, absolutely. You are not experiencing something no one else has ever been through. Yeah, for sure. If it's happened before, it'll happen again. So I just wanted to be that person to help encourage people to express themselves, share their gifts and their voice so somebody out there can get help from it. Because I Mm -hmm. know I get help from it. Even hearing stuff I say. One time I did an episode where I was just, Checking sound. Yeah, I went back and listened through it, and I said a lot of like good things that now I'm like, oh, I stick to that. Like one of the yeah. things was making things happen. I'm like, I got to start making things happen for myself versus waiting on everybody else to give oh, me this absolutely. grand opportunity. That's and what this industry is about. You have
1: to make your way in this industry. You have to make a career for yourself, and that's make what a lane
0: for yourself. If there's yeah. not a lane for you, make one for yourself. Absolutely.
1: If there's no spot for you, create one. Like.
0: Every, like, that's how we have so many different types of genres. For sure. So that's exactly why I wanted to do this. So of the episodes you listened to, who do you like the most so far? Or what did you learn about the people?
1: Um, I don't know. I learned, um, I, I liked Ruthie's and Sydney's a lot. I felt like they, um, talked about some similar things with just, like, being big believers and, like, that's a sign and this is fate and things like that. Um, and I kind of think that way, too. Of just, like, every now and then something will happen and I'm like, ah, oh, that's the universe telling me, like, I'm on the right track. So I thought it was cool that we all kind of related in that way. Like, slightly different, but the same core kind right. of, like, ah, oh, like, that's that's something pointing me in the right direction, you know? Oh, I
0: definitely felt this way about Shrek because it took five and a half weeks for me to get the call. But who's
1: yeah. complaining I'm here? It took me super long, too, because I go to school with uh, Thomas Smith and I remember he got his call... Like three weeks before I did. So I just assumed I wasn't going to be you in the don't show. I assumed what I wasn't goes cast.
0: Into that, you know, deliberation. So I was like, yeah. well, what, what happened? Why did it take you so long to yeah. call me? Were you not going to call me? Did you call somebody else first? Did they exactly. Say no? was That's that the what I choice? thought. I was like, was I a
1: replacement? Eighth choice? Yeah. Like,
0: and why wasn't I the first? Like,
1: I remember the day I got the call. Um, I had, like, given up hope. I just wasn't even thinking about it anymore. I actually was supposed to hear back from another show later that day, and that's what I was thinking about. And I had woken up late. I was on my way to my my jazz class. It was towards the end of the semester. I, like, could not be absent again or it was going to affect my grade. Like, I was, like, running late. I was like, I cannot miss this class, and I'm getting ready. And then my phone starts buzzing, and I look over, and it says, Chris, lock media stage manager, because I had her number saved from right. past shows. And... I looked at it and I stared at it for a couple seconds and I went, all right, I'm missing class. And I picked up the phone (laughs) and I took the call.
0: I know that's right. I, it it was five and a half weeks, I think, before I heard back. Yeah. I went through my rounds
1: of typical depression. The seven stages of grief. I,
0: for three weeks, could not sleep past, well, I couldn't sleep. I was up until five. Really? Between three and 5 a.m. is when I would fall asleep. For oh, I, about three weeks that happened, I could not sleep. I was just wow. like, I felt like I was proud of my audition, though.
1: Yeah. I felt like I'm like, you know, I that's, did the best
0: that I could do. I felt like I did good.
1: That's how I felt. Like, this was the best audition I've ever given here. And I'm like, go figure the one time. Because as I've said, I've had plenty of awful auditions here and gotten cast. And I was like, the one time I give a good audition, they're not going to call. Right. Like- <laughs> I felt like I may
0: have had a better song. I could have chosen a better song. But I felt I was proud of that audition. But... those seven stages. I was, I was working at a place. I hate it. And I was just was like, I hate this. I don't want to be doing this. And I could literally see myself. I was envisioning myself walking on a black floor being donkey. I'm like, I just don't understand. I'm like, I am donkey. I'm like, I just don't get it. (laughs) So the day Chris called me, on her nine, three, seven number. Yeah. I didn't answer it because bill collectors call me all the time. Absolutely. I'm not answering this. So a day and a half later, I went through my voicemail, and I I got a message from her like, "Hey, we were seeing if you were still available to do Shrek." I was like, "I called her twenty times, she didn't answer."
1: Oh my god!
0: So the next day, I I had called. She was out to lunch. Yeah. It was, it was the Monday. I got the call. Tuesday, Wednesday morning, I finally talked to her. So you know, I was stressed out. I was oh, like, "It's too absolutely. late. It's too late. They asked somebody else." And then she called me. Was like, "We wanted to see if you're still available." Yes, yes, yes. I can come today. You know, but I was like, yeah. "Yes, I'm still available." Yes, I don't know. I turned into a white woman. I was like <laughs> "Yes, yes, I am still available." <laughs> swear. That's the funniest thing I've heard and all day. She was like, okay, well, she, I was like, she was like, "I'm gonna give you some more information." I said, "All right." Like, absolutely, absolutely. Like, literally, I was like, I don't know where that voice came from, but I was like, "Yes," <laughs> and I just stood up and I was just like, I was just so happy to have gone through a process and got the okay, yeah, and then to be like. Away from home for so long. Mm-hmm. It was a whole process, but I just couldn't believe it. I ran into work the next day. I didn't go to work that day girl. <laughs> I was like, I ain't going to work. I'm about to spend all this money I don't have to spend, and we're celebrating. <laughs> I go to work the next day, and one of my friends, shout out to Leilani from Down the Hill, um my friend from work, I walked in and I was like, Leilani. And she turned around and she was like, B, she called me a B every day. She said, B, you got the girl. I was like, I I didn't even have to like. I didn't even have to say anything. She could and sense she the energy up and tackled me. Love she was that. Was so happy for me. Aww, and I, I love we how love supportive Genuinely, friends. like she was yeah. happy for me. Because when I let her hear my donkey voice. This chick was pimping me out. She was like, <laughs> "Do you want to hear him do his donkey voice? Come over here." I was like, "Look, uh uh-uh. uh." So after I got the job, she was like, "You want to hear him do his donkey voice?" I said, "Oh no, not for free now."
1: Not for free. I'm a I'm a paid donkey now. I'm a paid ass. All right. Okay. (laughs) So, are there any questions
0: that you want to ask me?
1: Um, I mean, I think before the show we were kind of we were kind of touching on this a little bit, but I kind of asked you why you why you started this podcast in the first place, and we kind of mentioned a little bit about that.
0: Oh, there's a guy. I'll shout him out, Chris Gunther. He has a talk show that he started. Okay. He interviews people in the city. He's also a reporter. Yeah. And I'm so happy for him. I've known him since we were kids. Oh, okay. He had cool. a radio show when he went to YSU on mm-hmm. Rookery Radio. So to see him do these things and I don't know how long he thought about doing it. And I'm yeah. actually going to have him on as a guest when I return. Fine. I don't know how long he thought about doing this, but I've been thinking about doing something like that for so long. So watching him do that had propelled me to do that also. Okay, cool. And I was I felt like um, he had a certain Demographic of people that he was interviewing. Yeah. He's also a minister. So he was touching a lot of people in his community. Okay. So for me, being an a artist and a yeah. creative in a different lane, I felt like, okay, well, for me, I always wanted to have uh, my own show. Yeah. I had my podcast with my friends before, and we, Went our separate ways, so I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I want to do my own podcast, and I have an a, idea of like the type of people I want to talk to. Absolutely. So for these creatives in the city, I want them to know that hey, instead of us always watching our favorite interviews on the Ellen Show or for me like the Breakfast Club, yeah, you can be interviewed too. Yeah. Because the way I feel about it is, Nicki Minaj has her own. Podcast,
1: really? Just like I, didn't I know
0: can that. listen to her now, she can listen to my. She go. might come across it one day, and you never know. So I just wanted to be more vocal. I love having conversations yeah. with people and connecting with people and listening Absolutely. to people. So it was a way for me to get to know people, get to know my friends, and for us to have something that we can put out there, just like yeah. add to our Facebook page. Somebody for can sure. get to know you. They're like, "Hey, Brooke, you're on a podcast. I'm going to listen to your interview."
1: Absolutely, and also just add creative people like. Don't act like you haven't practiced your late show interview in the car and the I shower. Wanna... Like we all we all do it. We're all guilty of it.
0: <laughs> in game, I want it to be a live talk show with a live studio audience.
1: Yes. And
0: maybe a primetime television spot. Who knows? I love but, that um, for you. You're gonna I, be the next
1: Jimmy Fallon. Listen, like <laughs>
0: the first James Major Burns. But Absolutely. I, that's just what I want. And I feel like I can make it happen. Even if I do it in my city, like yeah. I'm going to make these things happen no matter what scale or level it's on. I'm going to make those things Absolutely. happen.
1: Absolutely. And that's the perfect attitude to have just in this industry. Like, make it happen, make yeah, it work. Yeah, you got to make
0: it happen for yourself. And you can't wait for anybody. And my dad used to say, nothing comes to a sleeper but a dream. <laughs> he used to be like, it ain't no job. I'm going to find you in your room. Get up. <laughs> Love my yes. dad. Yes. <laughs> so let the people know where they can follow you on social media. That way they can keep up with you in your future shows.
1: Okay. um, So most of my social medias are some variation of Brooks Sierra. Sierra with a C, that's my middle name. So Instagram is Brooke underscore Sierra. Twitter, I believe, is Brooke underscore Sierra underscore. Um, Facebook, Brooke Hardin. and then my Snapchat is I made I made this in like junior high. So it's Brooke loves with a U, then the letter U, and then the number two. Brooke loves you too.
0: Oh, that's <laughs> cute. So y'all Y'all can find her on my social media, and this will be up very soon. But thank you so much for having,
1: coming on our show today. Thank you for having me. Yes, absolutely. It was great. And yeah, um, I had a really good time. I'll
0: see you at the second show.
1: I'll see you in like an hour, yeah. <laughs>
0: right. All right,
1: people. You guys have a good night.